Welcome to Props with Pops, a podcast brought to you for the purpose of providing insights and experience to your life situations where you need a non-judgmental opinion of how to improve your life. Picture sitting down with a close friend and your grandfather to hash out what's been bothering you without fear of being judged. At the very least, you're sure to walk away with some wisdom that just might make your day. The following information is provided by Becks and Pops for entertainment and informative purposes only. Please seek the advice of trained, licensed professionals before acting on insights from today's podcast. Welcome back to Props with Pops, episode three. Welcome back, Pops. Yeah. Yeah, good to be here. Nice to be back in the studio. Yeah. How's it going? That's going great. Going great. Going great. How about with you? It's going great with me. So what do we got going on today? So the theme today is love is in the air. Love is in the air. Okay. Yeah, Not sure how helpful I'll be on this topic, but I think you'll be helpful. This is more of a collection of wholesome stories. Okay, you know, since we're so close to Valentine's Day, Valentine's Day was recently, so I wanted to collect some wholesome stories to kind of show the world, you know, that love's in the air. Okay, we could use a little more love in the air. Yeah, today's world, absolutely. Great. So why don't we? Uh, what do we got? Fire us up here. So this first story is coming from Reddit, r slash stepmom, and this is a cute, wholesome, short story. Okay. Stepmom milestone achieved. I've been with my boyfriend for about two and a half years. His son is nine, and we've always gone along really well. Yesterday, he was teaching me how to play Fortnite, and apparently I did a cool thing. He gets on his... PlayStation Mike to tell one of his friends and says, dude, my stepmom just did this cool thing. I've never heard him call me his stepmom before and it completely melted my heart. And his friend was impressed with whatever I did and said, your stepmom is the goat, which I heard is a compliment. Goat. This is the kid saying this. This is this kid's friend saying Got this. it. Okay. And goat just means good as I know what goat means. Okay. <laughs> I'm familiar with the term. He then gave me the mic to talk to his friend. So I got his friend points as well. Just wanted to share because it was unbelievably wholesome. Nice. Yeah. So just figured we would start off strong with the wholesome story. Okay. Um, Does she have any issues or questions or? No issues or questions. Just wanted to throw Share a nice story. Yeah. Share a nice wholesome story. Okay. Um, This next one, though, is, you know, advice needed. Okay. That's what we're here for. Great. So lay it on me. Alrighty. So this story is coming from r slash love on Reddit. This was posted 12 days ago. Married couples. What is it like when the spark is gone? Hi there. I'm 20 female. And of course, I'm too young and single to know what it feels like. One of the reasons why, since since young, I want to be single and not get married is because the way my parents are. They've been married mm. for almost three decades, but okay. barely showed love for each other. Okay. Seeing them makes me question if they even love each other. I'm scared one day if the spark is gone with my partner and I'll start to notice how their hair turns gray, how their skin starts to sag and we will sleep on the same beds or just face against each other. Will we go on dates like we do every month? Will we still love and hold each other tightly? That really scares me. 
seeing how some cheat after years of being together, some try to reignite that spark, or some, just like my parents, live like there's no choice. They do nothing wrong. I would just love to hear your story. Okay. Well, uh, you know, that's not too uncommon, you know, when you've lived together with your spouse, partner for three decades. It does sort of, the relationship evolves. No, you're not going to hold each other tightly and, and kiss and hug and all that stuff, just like you do now, 30 years from now. Not going to happen. And you shouldn't look for that to happen, honestly. But the relationship grows in different ways. You, you become more of your best friend and more of a counselor of sorts. And you rely on each other's advice. You, you really, it, it does turn into you know, a really close friendship, a partnership. But but still there there can be there still can be romance. Yeah. Bob still has romance <laughs> uh in his relationship. But you can keep it fresh. Uh, there's things you can do. You can have you know, everybody's heard about the date night. Yes. Yeah, you, know, you can do that or you know, even bring in something in and doing something you know, unique together. We've, we've talked about walks and parks almost every podcast. You know, that's something that, you know, can keep it, you know, do things that you're interested in doing together. It's like any other relationship, you know, like your friendship with your girlfriends or relationship, close friends. You, you do things together that you both enjoy and that keeps it going. Right. And if you have children, huge plus there. We've always put our kids first, always have, always will. Uh, and that's a way to keep things going. You live vicariously through your children's lives, or if you have pets, or if you're busy working. I mean, I'm, you know, unless they're retired, you know, you still get involved in your careers, and not everything goes smooth. So you come home, and hey, this happened to me today, and your spouse reciprocates. And keeping the communication open is, I guess, the the key to all of it. That's the under the fundamental key to all relationships. Communication. Sorry, it took me about four minutes to get to that. <laughs> communication is the key. So you would say communication will help maintain the spark. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, but, uh, you know, you, you find sparks in other ways. But no, it's not going to stay as, as, as cuddly as you, you know, as the, that first few months relationship when you get a new partner for the first time. That part of it does fade, but it gets it does get better. It does uh, get better. It, it grows beyond that. It becomes more meaningful than just the the fun stuff. Right. It becomes, uh, it becomes more deeper. deeper. Exactly. Yeah, you have exactly. you grow a deeper connection with yeah. someone. You really become two halves of a whole. You no, know, yeah. it's it's uh, so enjoy every stage of it. It's right. like growing up through life. Yeah. You know, you have stages as you mature. Uh, your relationship will go through stages as it matures. And just embrace each stage and phase. Yeah. And when you get to a point where you're both retired, then hopefully you've tucked away enough where you can travel. And then you just you just travel. But one, one thing that uh, my spouse and I do together is once a quarter, we'll go somewhere new. You know, this isn't, you know, we're not flying. We're just hour, maybe two hours three hours tops driving somewhere and just spend a weekend somewhere, some town, right. you know, it's got a cute little downtown or something you can do or whatever. 
Right. And and that helps keep, you know, the spark, the spark alive. You know, you're, nothing Exploring is more cities. romantic than going to a dinner in a town where nobody knows you. And then you're going back to a hotel where nobody knows you. And, right. Uh, Especially yeah. if you stay, like, a walking distance, like, right in the heart of downtown in a cute cottage. Yeah, exactly. An Airbnb or on a lake or, or on an ocean, a golf. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And there's a... There's a park nearby you can walk, and you set up activities to do, and Hold that hands. kind of thing. Yeah. Go yeah. to the bar, have some wine, play on some date nights. That's it. Yeah. A exactly. little vacay. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, maintain the spark by going, you know, to... Just do stuff together. Just do stuff together. Going on vacations, exploring, traveling, hanging out with each other. That's Get, it. Gaining that deeper connection. Now, I will say this. It's also nice to have some alone time. Oh, yeah. Some me time. And you can probably benefit from doing this at your age. Nothing makes the heart grow fonder than absence. Yeah. So, you know, you spend a few nights away from each other, and then when you get back together, you know how exciting it is. Well, the same kind of thing happens when you're in matured relationships. So, yeah, try that if if nothing else works. That's great, Pops. I love that. Yeah. Cool. This one's really sweet, this next story. And this one's more, like, family-related. So even though we've been talking about, you know, love is in the air with romance and everything, this one just goes a little... It hits the family love aspect side a little more. All right, you ready? This yep. is kind of fresh. This is okay. also coming from r slash love on Reddit, posted two days ago. Sometimes one listening can do a lot of healing without realizing... Say that again. Sometimes someone listening can do a lot of healing without realizing. I'll give you context. Okay. The power of someone listening can be so strong, yet such a simple way of showing your love for someone. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'm with you now. Okay, and this one's sweet because this has a, you know, a grandfather element to it. Okay, that's right up my alley. Great. I, 20 female, live with my grandfather, 65 male, grandmother, 58 female, and aunt, 26 non-binary. I recommend that any chance, any opportunity you get to live with your grandparents, even if it's a little while, take it. I moved in with them about two years ago during my senior year of high school after living with my mother, brother, and occasional uncle. Growing up, I was the younger of two, but was not as close to my mother as my brother was. I bonded with my father figure who passed, and it hasn't been the same. My grandpa has been someone I constantly look up to growing up, and I still do today. Same. He's for sure one of those rough-around-the-edges, older guys who grew up doing construction. I always thought of him as my Superman, lifting trucks and saving kittens. As he's gotten older, he's definitely softened up, but it's for the better. A few months ago, my grandpa pulled me out of my room around... Uh, it says 23.30, so what is that? That's military time. Yeah, it's 11.30. Okay, 11.30 p.m. and asked if I could come downstairs for a minute. So I followed him, and he was talking about some stuff as he was digging around and pulling out a Dogtown skateboard. Three weeks prior, I had been messing around with an old board I had from 2011, gifted to me, that I was trying to use at a new skate park that opened up. I had been messing around with a long board on my campus as well and tried skating when I was younger too, but gravel driveways are not great for that. No. 
no our there. mountainside roads up in uh, Tennessee <laughs> hills either. Yes, so. no, I still have permanent scars. If you're, if you're not <laughs> seasoned at this, but go ahead. Okay, so I tried skating when I was younger too, but gravel driveways are not great for that. He then helped me loosen the trunks and oil the wheels since it was old, and it was talking me talking to me about how he had another one he was looking for and he would love to find it for me and something just like that just a skateboard I was pretty much in tears I had been offhandedly talking to him about how I was going and how I've been on a trick board and a long board not only did he listen but he went out of his way to find something for me growing up with not the most attentive parent having someone to listen and to take note of who I am and actually talking about made my heart swell. My grandfather is a hardworking man and is always working on projects around the house despite his health conditions. That moment is one of those core memories. I love my grandfather so much and I really hope that he knows how much I do love him. And I really hope someone has a person in their life like grandpa. Oh, that's sweet. You know, listening is something that we don't do enough of. And that's the biggest compliment you can give anyone is to genuinely listen purposely, purposefully to this other person and not only hear what they say, but understand what they say. And then to offer some advice or a recommendation off of that conversation is gold. So I I get that uh, she's impressed by that because there's not a lot of that going on today. I do question, however, Grandpa having a skateboard. <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if uh, he he's a, he's a young Grandpa if he's got a skateboard. Yeah, Let's put I it mean. that way. Uh, so I probably got a few years on him. But, uh, yeah, just the fact that he listened and, uh, you know, he loves her. He cares for her. Yeah. And if you want to show somebody that you care for them, you will listen to them. You know, this whole age of multitasking is... Quite honestly, it's it's an insult. <laughs> oh yeah, you know I, when I grew up in an era, if you were multitasking, you were being rude. Oh yeah, you know you, you focus on the task at hand. If somebody's talking to you, you stop, you turn, you pay attention. You go, yes, well, you know, how can I be of assistance? You listen and you act on that instead of trying to write stuff down. If you're doing two or three things at the same time, none of those things are going to be done very well. So it's okay if the job takes a little longer. Put in a couple of extra hours at the office, but don't try to multitask everything. Yeah, give your tasks and people undivided attention. That's it. That's all I'm saying. And uh, you see the impact it's had on this young lady, and uh, justfully so. Good for her and her grandfather, and that's a cute story. Any chance you get to live with your grandparents, take it. Pops did that when I was a young man, and you just... another angle another dimension of insight that you never had before which is sort of what this podcast is meant to do is to give another level another dimension of insight to you guys listening out there who might have some some issues or problems that yeah maybe your your parents or or coworkers or friends or partners they aren't giving you the time that you need to get the answers you want. And if nobody's listening to you, email the show. Yeah. We'll answer it for you. Propswithpop at gmail.com. We're listening. We're listening. And if you don't have the greatest relationship with your grandparents, let's say, you know, 
got, like, I don't want to live with my grandparents. Like, email us. That's it. Just write into Pops, and I'll, I'll give you that grandfather advice you're looking for. Yeah, that's really, that's really sweet, Pops. Yeah, our ultimate goal is to help people, and giving you these wholesome stories, like, we're giving you that love is in the air, love is around you, and it's happening. Um, so if you're struggling, you know, post-Valentine's Day, then we're here for you. Shoot us an email, and um, we'll, we'll share some love your way. Yeah. What's that email address again? Propswithpop at gmail.com. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Well, what's up next? All right. This one's also very cute. Um, this one's coming from r slash too afraid to ask. Oh, okay. Uh, this was posted two years ago, but it kind of went semi-viral on Reddit with 13,000 upvotes. Nice. And um, this is super cute. It's coming two years ago, too afraid to ask. Short story. The question is, why am I too attracted to my wife? Too attracted. Too attracted. Okay. I know this sounds weird, but I have been with my wife for about 10 years. Eight years dating and almost two married. I've always found her beautiful and super hot. But lately, these last few months, I'm obsessing over her. I feel like she's way too hot. I can't stop staring at her when we're in the same room. Is this normal? Do I need to do something? I tried looking online for help, but there isn't anything out there. I have no friends or family to ask about this. Hmm. Uh, I don't... It's not normal. <laughs> uh, but good for you. It's not normal? And good for your <laughs> wife. I mean, you know, after eight years... Ten. Ten years. And... <laughs> can't stop staring at her i mean that's cute uh it is cute and it's wonderful <laughs> you know maybe you should share with us how that <laughs> happened uh, but it, for for all those of you out there that haven't felt that you're normal and to the caller the, the writer they're normal too they're, right. they just have something special that a lot of us don't have right but you know if you think your wife is hot you're normal too i mean right well, you know, you should think that way, but for it to get, and it should get a little stronger, I would say, in the first few years. But after 10 years, you can't stop looking at her. <laughs> Just be patient. It'll, <laughs> it'll come a time when that will fade a little bit. Oh, God. Uh, but, you know, in a normal due process. Uh, right. And so if it doesn't stay that hot and that fresh, yeah, then there's nothing wrong with that either. But yeah. uh, congratulations to you for having those feelings. And I, I recommend you share those feelings with your hot wife. <laughs> and um, maybe she can reciprocate. Yeah, this is super um, admirable. Um, I'm sure she's doing other things, though, that are, let's say, benefiting from your love language, right? Because there are, like, so many different love languages out there. And sure, attractiveness is a major one for you. But I'm sure she's, you know, put a providing service, watching the dishes, doing chores around the house, that is making her more hot in your eyes. Yeah, I suspect well. that she's you it's know? it's what it's the intellect. Yes. You know, if if you you know, we've all seen people that wow, they are smoking hot. <laughs> and then you hear them talk and then all of a sudden, oh, not not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or you've seen people that are kind of average looking, sure. but when you hear them speak and when you hear how they conduct themselves and what they're doing, all of a sudden you find yourself very attracted to this person. That's, yeah. So that's when the real relationship starts. That's I mean, the, the good physical attraction is just initially, once you start sharing on a, a deeper 
more intellect level, that's when the relationships really find, you know, are they are they going to last a long time? So that that's that's probably what's happening is that, that you probably have the same value system, same belief system, same thought process, thought process, and you you just connect in on a deeper level. So that's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And if and if that doesn't happen to everybody, that there's nothing wrong with your relationship either. Uh, this is just something that's special, and uh, you should cherish that. Yeah, definitely cherish your both. The top comment here is, no need to worry. I've done the same thing over my 26-year marriage. Some years it's there. Some years it's normal attraction. So, yeah. I sounds, mean, sounds fair enough. <laughs> this other comment. Going on eight years married after five years dating. My wife is a hot piece, and I watch her sleep 60% of the time. It's the best. <laughs> It's a little creepy, but okay. at least at least they're married and he thinks she's hot. But alrighty, so we're kind of gonna switch gears a little bit okay. here. So guess which national park is one of the most romantic parks? Hmm, romantic. I'm not really. I'm a little bit lost there. Um, Think of the places you've been before. Right. In your life. Yellowstone, maybe. Artist Point, maybe. Uh, the Smokies. Is it the Smokies? It's actually Grand Teton National Grand Park. Grand Teton. One of the most beautiful places on Earth. It's a little hard to get to, but it is well worth it. If You you, you should make time to get out there. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tremendous, especially it's- if you're a hiker. Especially you are going to love it. You can do a day trip to Yellowstone. It's well worth it. Right. So I found this article from The Southerner says, and Grand Teton was listed under seven dreamy romantic national parks in the United States. And from the description, it says cabins, warring fires, and plenty of fun things to do like sleigh rides, snowmobiling, and skiing. If there's a more romantic park, romantic national park than Grand Teton National Park, Make your case now, because once you see those mountains, you're destined to fall in love. If you're not with your travel partner, then at least with the mountains themselves. Yeah, I encourage you to go out during the summer, too. Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. uh, It's gorgeous in the summer. It's still super cool, so it's not, like, hot since you're still in the mountains. Yeah, and we stayed in a place called Teton Village, which is, this whole area we're talking about is just outside of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And uh, just outside of Jackson is Teton Village, which is, uh, you've got more resorts and things like that. I don't know if there's any cabins there. I'm sure there are somewhere, but I like going to those colder parks in the summer so you can do more hiking. Yeah. According to the National Park Service website, the Grand Teton National Park, Wyoming, there's mountains of imagination soaring over the landscape, rich with wildlife pristine lakes and majestic alpine vistas. The Teton Range stands as a testament to generations. For over 11,000 years, communities have thrived in a valley known as Jackson Hole, turning those mountains, turning these mountains into more than just peaks. They embody imagination and enduring human connection. So yeah. it's a, They're a little unique in the fact that you know, most mountainous areas, you're you're climbing, you're driving up a mountain for miles, and you're, you're sort of in the mountains. With the Tetons, it feels like you're just on a, a plain, a prairie, 
And then all, out of nowhere, these mountains just spike up. Yeah, it's like you're staying in almost like a hole within, like a crater within the mountain range. Right. It's really cool. Um, it's it's super steep up. Um, also on the National Park website, the park is open year-round. Um, most of the facilities, you know, concessions. But the there is a road closer during the winter season. I'm sure. You can bring your pet to the park. Be yeah. respectful with a pet. Don't let a pet off the leash. Yeah, at the keep park. them on leash. Keep bears. in mind these are these where the animals live. You're in their living room. Don't be one of those idiots that gets out there and tries to get a close up picture with a bison. Oh no no yeah, it's not going to end well. Yeah, you hear about that. Uh, you see it. This isn't you know. This isn't the zoo. This isn't the zoo. Just keep your be respectful of your distances with wildlife. Stay in your car if they're close. And enjoy Mother Nature. It's a beautiful place. Yeah. Speaking of wildlife, some of the most sought-after animals found inside the park include moose, black and grizzly bears, pronghorn, elk, bald eagles, gray wolves, coyotes, and bison. Always maintain a distance of at least 100 yards from the wolves and bears and 25 yards from all other wildlife. Wild animals are unpredictable and can cause personal injury or even death if not uh, respected. This was found on the National Park website. Yeah. We are going to end on a good note. Uh-oh. A, one of the, our wholesome story to end on. Ready? Let's hear it. So this is coming from r slash love again, posted 11 days ago. So 11 days ago would be right, kind of right before Valentine's Day. So just kind of picture okay. that in your mind in your timeline. Expectations are elevated. Hello, people of Reddit. Guess what? I finally found her! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Since I started posting on Reddit, I have battled with loneliness and depression. As you can see from my post history and now in all my dreams, wishes, 1111 on the clock, and prayers to God have been answered because I have finally found her! She's absolutely amazing. She's sweet, kind, shares my humor, and she's an amazing artist. She wants to be a tattoo artist. And not only is she drop-dead gorgeous, She's crazy intelligent. I'm so glad to say for the first time in years, I can finally smile. Every time we're apart, I count the seconds till we talk again. Uh-huh. Every every morning, she sends me good morning texts. She's literally the best thing to ever happen to me. And yes, she knows about my mental health and supports me through the dark times. I know some of you will say, bro, it's just the honeymoon phase. <laughs> or something more grim like nothing lasts forever. And some might call me a simp, but I don't care. I know finally having a relationship is not going to cure my depression, but for once there is a ray of sunshine peering through the dark clouds and I'm going to fight to keep it. To all those who have never found your person yet, keep fighting. Good for you. That's wonderful to hear. Um, And it can last forever. Yeah. Um, And I suspect it'll even get better for you as you become closer and become, you know, do more things that uh, you both like. So I know it's difficult to find the perfect one out there. And in a lot of cases, there's not a perfect one, but there's a perfect one for you. There's a perfect one for you. So that's that's wonderful to hear. But good for this person who found his, his perfect mate. Yeah. You know, congratulations. I'm happy for you guys. And uh, yeah, hang on to that. Love can be forever. 
love can be forever. And um, I see a lot of people out there looking for the perfect person, the perfect unicorn. Like they have to make certain amount of money, or they have to be. Hey, a hang, hang on, hang on, height. hang on. If you make it financial, you're looking for the wrong thing. I mean, that's, that's not I, love. That's what's you know. That's what you see that's on those love. viral posts. You know, money is only valuable if you don't have it. Yeah, don't look you for know, that. Y'all. Look for someone who loves doing what you love doing so that when you're together, when the spark does fade a little bit, you still enjoy doing the same things together. Exactly. Yeah, um, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, don't look for those things. Don't look for this perfect unicorn because look that connection and that uni- unicorn you're looking for is that connection which will grow over time. Right. Not this like perfect person because no one's perfect out there. Right. Yeah. Good advice. Yeah, well, that's all I have today. Okay. For this one. Well, you guys uh, enjoy each other and enjoy your love together, and that's what makes the world go around. Yeah, and love is in the air. And hopefully these wholesome stories, you know, put a smile on your face and we help someone out there in need. Let's hope so. Well, you guys have a good evening, and catch us on our next podcast. Yeah, I'll see you guys. Alrighty, bye-bye. Thank you for experiencing the awesomeness of Props with Pops, where every week you too can elevate your knowledge and experience. Don't look for life to be perfect. Don't look for events to be perfect. Try your best and appreciate what comes next. If you have a story or topic you would like Props with Pops advice on, please email us at propswithpop at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Instagram at propswithpop. Hey Pops, do you have a Twitter you would like to share? I do. Uh, if you'd like to follow me, I'm at Total G Daddy Move. That is Total G Daddy Move. That's on X.